In the agenda. Our people need to be included. Factual. Are there any black CEOs? Calculating. Am I on? Loud and clear. Hey, you normally close the tabs, right? Transformation leaders. Have they been transformed? Statisticians. Are they assisting in transformation in this country? Robust debaters. Transformation what what? Fearless. These guys will actually make the Springbok stronger. And most importantly, they are the room dividers. Give the man. Give the man a chance. Give the man a chance. All right, our conversation continues. As I said, EP Rugby General Manager, former Madiba's Rugby Club President, former Springbok Junior Springbok Bulls and Krikwas flank forward, and also SABC Sport Rugby Analyst, a man of many, many different hats. But most importantly, he's a room divider. His name is Tanda Manana. And uh, we missed him last week, but glad that mm. you, you're back in the driving seat. And, and I'm sure an action-packed weekend. How would you describe Super Rugby over the weekend? Rob, it's been pleasing for me, especially watching all, all the games. A bit disappointed with the Lions. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, when they played Jaguars at 10-8, uh, certainly something could could come through from, from the Lions and just get uh, a victory down in Jaguars. That's always good. I think um, in terms of the tempo of, of the game they played, they didn't deserve the final score. Uh, that was, you know, at the end, uh, having gone uh, pointless in the second half, uh, 38-8 was the final score. And, and that was all through their midfield defense, line-out errors, uh, costing them uh, those vital tries. So I think, you know, uh, for, for the Lions, they need to catch up. They're playing against the Reds this coming weekend. So I think with the new recruits, the, the Yako Creel, uh, you look at the players that are coming through Ross Cronje. I think it will be a different Lions side up in the in in the high felt. So I think for me a bit disappointed in mm. their performance. I have to say, I'm very happy and ecstatic over the the Stormers' victory. Wait before think, you before you go to Stormers, there were just one or two things that I, I looked at. Was a bit worried about the Lions as well as the Jaguars match. Uh, but the positive though from their side, I mean they had their substitute fly off Domingo Miotti. Uh, yeah. he, he was a hero. He, he came on and then contributed 18 points, which included a, fr- uh, a, a try. Uh, he had about, what, five conversions, including a penalty. Yeah, also, I mean, good players. Maroni as well is a very good player. Remember, Rob, uh, you know, the Jaguars, uh, they've only got one team in, this, in, in the Super Rugby competition, which is predominantly your, your Argentinian test side, although they've lost some of the players. Uh, for me, that's, that was very good. I mean, Crevy didn't start this game. It's, you know, it's a different, uh, you know, side. Remember also, they did very well in the domestic scene uh, here in South Africa in the Car Cup uh, first division. So some of the players have graduated into that Super Rugby squad, some of them. So they, they, they're quite a talented unit, uh, well coached, well drilled. And they believe in themselves. They they play, uh, you know, the bit of both. Remember, these are the finalists for 2019. So uh, no one can really take them lightly, especially if they're playing at home uh, like they did. They've got the full support, but they play, uh, you know, front on. Uh, they do the fundamentals of the game very well. They tackle uh, aggressively and they contest. Uh, and, and for me, that's always good to see. I mean, the Lions were running at them, but they were able, uh, you know, to hold their own on defense uh, and, and putting pressure on on the Lions. That's why the, the Lions could only manage to score just the eight points. I mean, there was one time when I thought uh, Elton Janchis had an opportunity, but because of the rush defense and, and the defense, uh, you know,
know, he couldn't go through, knock the ball, although they kept on getting penalties, but they did not uh, actually get any front foot uh, after that first half. I mean, they remained scoreless in the second half. It just tells you, uh, you know, that that's how they play and they're well coached. And, and that's what you want. You want a, a unit, uh, you know, the, you know, from what we saw, uh, definitely for me, one of the, 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 the games of the weekend, if, if one were to look, in fact, there were three that I could, could highlight. I could highlight the Chiefs against the Blues. I could highlight the Stormers against the Hurricanes. And also, lastly, the, the Lions against, against the, the Jaguars as being my, my three games over the, uh, over the weekend. Let and alone the Sharks? The, oh, that, that was a good game. <laughs> I tell you why it was a good game. It yeah. was a, a typical South African derby, a boring derby, but for me it was played at, at a good pace. Uh, Monestein, I mean, I, I watched him rob. Yes, he comes in, he brings a little bit of experience, but also I feel a guy like Monestein should in fact come in the last 20 minutes of the game, give guys like, uh, you know, Mani Libok an opportunity to express themselves at the beginning of the game, and then he comes in, just slows the game down and really punts it downfield. I think for me, uh, you know, that's how I would use uh, Monestein's boot because he only offers you the three-pointers and the drop kicks going forward, and I think this uh, this this. Time Type of team really needs a player that can take them on the front foot. Um, at one stage, they led, in fact, at halftime nine six. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, for me, that's very important. Is the team talk? What was it all about? Was there a real game, uh, you know, a game changer or a game talk that said we need to play now and go to point B because of the humidity, keep it within the forwards? It failed to happen. And the and the Sharks capitalized on their two mistakes. One was a cross kick from Kerwin Bosch, which Speckman thought it would go over into the dead dead ball zone. And it was a try from Kosi. The other one was from a very good solid scrum. I mean, Andre Esterhaz and the Sharks center wanting to pass the ball to M, but it went to no who showed his pace and all of a sudden everyone is talking of Mohamba. on earth was that pace right at the death I mean that was uh, I know that the, you know everybody's been talking about that uh, scrum of Fusanele um, yeah. but but it's it's in games like that you know you talk about a scrap that is there and you're saying maybe not the most fluid of games uh, but then when you see moments like that when you see and and you know Nusbu Naye who I mean his try still lives in the in, in the mind right now uh, but mm-hmm. then talk about Fusanele remarkable though Look, Rob, um, the, the nice thing that I will commend the, the coach is, is Sean Everett. He's, he's, he's seen him from his high school days up to the under-19s, under-21s, and he's graduated now to the, to the senior professional era. So for me, uh, that's, a, that's a coach that knows uh, a player and, but also waits for the right moment to introduce such a player. You look at Herschel Jankis, it's the same. You know, his introduction at, 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 pro, at, pro, at, at, at the franchise level, uh, immediately how he was well looked after uh, in terms of, you know, how to play him and so forth and just giving the confidence. He didn't start off well, but he finished off well, became a springbok. You look at Nohamba, there's been a lot of chat ever since the SA Under 20, which was in Argentina, uh, about the player so he's been always one to say that he will put a guy like Schroeder under tremendous pressure this super rugby uh, season I think you know uh, with with the way he's doing Schroeder is going to really feel Uno Hamba but it's how Sean Everett will slowly put him into the games when to start him which game to start Uno Hamba and I think finally when he's comfortable with playing super rugby uh, you know uh, and taken off that maybe he's playing 
against, uh, you know, an Aaron Smith. Uh, he's playing against, uh, you know, a TJ Paranera. So those things have an effect on players. So I think they're going to have to manage, uh, you know, that situation. But I think the player has got all the attributes uh, of being a great player. So we, we as South Africa, we, we're not crying at, at number nine. He has another number nine making his way into into the professional and franchise scene. And that for me is very important. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you look at... You know, we spoke about the back line uh, and, and, and they delivered. But also the Sharks were not clinical up front. I think their their forwards need to be, uh, you know, they need to bring the grant in. They need to graft and make sure that they they, they lay a good uh, foundation for their back line. They've got a very good back line uh, in terms of, uh, you know, from 9 to 15. But, this, you know, but they finish off well. Credit to them. I mean, from that scrum time, they struggled at, at set piece, but eventually came into their own towards the end. Maybe they are much fitter side than the bull side, uh, you know, but the competition. I mean, it's only week one, Rob. But for me, mm. overall, I was quite happy with, with decision-making, especially from Kerwin Bosch, who, when he started, I mean, he fumbled the ball. He lost possession. The Bulls were on attack. It, it followed with an early penalty for the, uh, you know, for the Bulls. Uh, and so, so things just uh, needed to come together, and it did come together. And I think the Sharks now, they're away for four weeks. It's going to be very tough. They're up against Highlanders. So it, it's testing times. But I feel that, you know, with the, with, um, with the coaches that, they have Brent Janssen van Rensburg, Sean Everett, as well as Opiwa Nomlomo. That's there. Uh, you know, this this shark side can definitely bring, uh, I think, uh, 10 points. If possible, that would be a good tour for them if they were to be able to come back with 10 points back home after the four weeks. So mm-hmm. I think overall it's a good weekend for, for the Durbanite side, as well as also the introduction of those players that were playing on on Friday night. All right. In conversation with uh, Tanda Banana, but uh, do be a part of it. And we do encourage all the rugby fans who were able to witness uh, able to watch either being at the venues or watching on television and uh, what happened over the weekend uh, do give us a call 089-110-3377 otherwise uh, do drop us a whatsapp voice note 0605842250 uh, the Vodacom rugby it's super rugby season uh, it is back in full force, and we saw some great, great games over the weekend. And maybe just a, a quick uh, update here. It's, it's good to see Tampa Bavuma back uh, to his best. 72 runs that he's at. Quinton de Kock, I think, uh, 81. So they need 97 runs from 126 balls at the run rate of 4.62 uh, uh, is how it's looking right now. You know, for the Proteus team. So, yeah, give us a call. 89 uh, Talking everything that is Super Rugby. Now, the big concern for me, and, and I had a double check on this mm. before we went on air, uh, because I wasn't sure about the extent of the injuries. But Sia Kolisi, as well as Bongimbo Nambi, uh, we've been told that it's, it's worse than it was expected, uh, according to the coach. It looks like uh, Kolis is going to be out now for 10 to 12 weeks. Mm. Uh, and, and the saddest part is that we're being told that Tumbonambi's season may be over. Mm. It's a, it's a, I think, Rob, let me just try and just maybe elaborate on those injuries. Usia's injuries is normally between 6 weeks to 12 weeks. Uh, the 6 weeks is how quickly he recovers from that MCL. Uh, his ligament that is is on a brace now as we speak so which means uh, he'll be going for 
your physio, he'll be going for, you know, your back-to-play scenario after certain weeks with the physio. Uh, he'll be going for fitness test when it's closer to the six weeks to determine if there needs to be an extension uh, on that injury. So two-thirds of Super Rugby could be gone uh, for mm-hmm. an off-the-ball incident, which was uh, not directly into play. Uh, we We await the... We await uh, the if there's anything that's going to come from the match commissioner. There's nothing yet, uh, but I feel that it should have been there. If you look at Bongim Bonambi, it's a hamstring. Hamstring, Rob, is um, you look at a guy like Bongim Bonambi. Yeah. He's a big boy, uh, you know, a man who loves and eats weights. Uh, you know, so in terms of the tier, uh, it could be a grade, grade one, a tier takes... Uh, you know, quickly, but uh, you know, it goes Probably on. So if three, it's yeah. if it, to grade three, so uh, that's the only unfortunate uh, situation with Bongim Bonambi. They do have Chad, um, uh, Chad Solomon, uh, uh, and and then uh, also Skarantubeni will now have an opportunity to make that number two jersey his own. So uh, you know, uh, unfortunately for Bongi, but also it means that uh, a guy like uh, Skarantubeni now is had a lot of super rugby caps uh, gets an opportunity to, to, to come through you know uh, I mean if you look at the SIA incident you know there might be uh, y- y- waiting more on the medical prognosis mm. uh, on, on that injury because it's a knee Rob and it's not on the same knee that we, we were accustomed to before the 2019 World Cup it's on the other side uh, yeah uh, so so that's why I'm saying it's between the 6 and 12 I mean if that had happened on the same knee it could have been maybe a full season uh, mm. nine months or an operation that is needed but it's just unfortunate uh, you know to uh, to see to see him once again in his first game as captain coming back and playing in front of his crowd and then all of a sudden uh, boom six weeks to 12 weeks so that's the scenario I mean the competition now there's no break within the competition so you could be back maybe towards the back end of the competition leading up to the knockouts uh, and then just before the scotland test series and georgia series he could be back but also it means that he's got to maintain and keep fit so more work now this time around remember these players they're no longer contracted to saru they contracted to their uh, to their franchises so the work now will lie strictly on how the franchise can get him back onto the field of play that's crazy, though, because, uh, you know, Colisi, I think he left the field around about the 25th minute. Um, it was a late tackle. But the common factor here, Mr. Manana, is that these are your Rugby World Cup winning players. Yeah. Um, anybody, including myself, would say longer rest would have been needed, yes or no, or were they within their rights to go back into franchise rugby at this rate, having had the high tempo. Remember, they left the country weeks in advance ahead of the mm. Rugby World Cup and they've had the intensity at the highest level, playing week in and week out. They came back a bit of a downtime with their families and then have had to up their game again. Look, Rob, I think um, you know proper planning uh, was needed, I think, amongst the franchises which had those players involved, meaning that immediately come back, do the trophy tours and everything is they go in you know hibernate somewhere wherever you know just get the body back to sort of a zero percent uh you know and hundred zero to hundred percent rest make sure that they are fully rested 
Uh, and I think most of the players, uh, some did that. But for me, immediately after the World Cup, some went on to play for the Barbarians. That's more rugby. Uh, you know, uh, that's not rest. Uh, some were more engaged in PR work. Obviously, you've got to ride the wave. Uh, and some went back uh, to their overseas uh, clubs. I mean, if you look at a Fav de Klerk, uh, do you think he's had a rest, Rob, since the World Cup? No. He just got a week off mm. and then he was back into England and he's playing for, for the Sharks. So it's, 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 it's different uh, strokes for, for different folks, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Rob. So these are professionals. Uh, they, they need to look after themselves. They get paid a huge amount of money. They need to make sure that they rest well. The, you know, the, they follow the proper uh, decision. I think all of them have got proper medical staff to make sure that everyone uh, is nice and fresh. Uh, you know, some of them were even rested. Uh, even when we went to go and when they went to go and play the Marvel experience at FNB, they went, didn't play the full games because they were still rested uh, within that game. I mean, you look at guys like Peter Steph Dutoit. He's had a mammoth of a season, but he gave you again the full 80 minutes. Uh, so you do need them. Unfortunately, Rob, you can't rest everyone. Uh, but there is a plan to rest them within the Super Rugby season of at least four games within uh, the period that they'll be playing the 15 games within the Super Rugby competition. So there is that agreement uh, that is there amongst the, the, the franchises, the yeah. four Super Rugby franchise. It's, it's, it's amazing, though, because uh, just the other week uh, when you and I were at the FNB Stadium watching uh, Herschel Janchi is doing what he's uh, been famous to be able to do on the rugby field and um, there was a stage where I also got worried because he, he took a bit of a knock to the throat though uh, but it, it does look like from the medical reports that came out earlier today that uh, yeah nothing untoward he'll, he'll be fine he'll be rearing to go again yeah, look, he's a talisman now, you know, at, at such an early age. Uh, yes, you have got Godland Masimla as the, the understudy to Heschel Janji, so he's going to be playing a lot of rugby. Uh, and I think he is raring to go. I think the partnership with him and Damien Willems is one uh, that excites many people. I mean, if you look at uh, Damien Willems and he showed you the pace that he has uh, towards the end of that game with that intercept running straight through close yeah. to about 85 meters, Rob. So, you know, that combination for me is quite good. Uh, I mean, Jamie Roberts, uh, who would have thought the Welshman comes in, replace Damien uh, Dialinda, which is very good. I mean, many people are saying, okay, there was no money. Where did they get the money? from but I have to say that in terms of him coming through there there was some sort of a deal being made to be able to, to to pay the guy that was used to to getting paid in pounds that's good it just shows you the intent of the Stormers team in terms of uh, the success that they would love to have also noticing that it's their last season playing at Newlands before it gets demolished and becomes a, a business area so I think for me a lot of uh, things at stake for the Stormer side uh, but also they've, they understand that they needed to have uh, someone at 13 uh, and, and just to make sure, 13-12, just to make sure that the, the midfield is, is, is quite uh, uh, you know, stable but also very much intimidating and they do have uh, a player in, in terms of Jamie Roberts. I mean, we spoke to just Berger Odendal. His main worry once again is the midfield 12 and 13 channel, uh, you know, for the Bulls. They do have all the other attributes but for me, the midfield is 
always the key area and uh, he was worried about that and I think the Stormers and them getting an experienced player like Jamie Roberts within their setup was was also one that they had to do and, and I think they will grow in, in confidence. The big game will be obviously the the North versus South again at Newlands uh, and, and, and the Stormers, if they can get that one through, the tails will be up uh, and, and, and they'll, they'll look for a great campaign within, within the season. Uh, that for me is good. They've got a very good pack uh, of forwards. Franz Malherbe, I mean, we spoke of Bongi, but even if Bongi is not there, they still have Skaran to be in a season campaigner. Uh, that's there. I mean, Velkolo, uh, he's, he's on the bench. He, you know, there's talk of him going to uh, to the Premiership because of not getting enough game time. You know, they, they have uh, Murat, former SA under 20 uh, captain, uh, very uh, a, play, a young player that will play for the Springboks within the next four-year cycle. In fact, represent us in the World Cup in 2023. So they do have all the players. Peter Steff, they, you know, it's endless. Augustus is going to come in, slot in uh, in Sia's place. is a natural number eight, former under-20 World Player of the Year. So they do have all the players. Uh, it's just a matter of how, you know, the guys with Dobson or Shimange, how or, or Rita, how they, they, they put the team and, and, and they play their, their type of game plan, which is going to be quick because they've got quick players. Yeah, oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. That is the WhatsApp voice note number uh, where you can send us your comment as we carry on here on the room dividers. Well, report, we foot. I think we need change with South African rugby. My unions, if you check, Mashaxi, look how you captain a co-leader, Chantries, a Cape Town, Colise. There is something going on. There is a change. Thanks to you and your room dividers. Isn't possible anyway. You got my shoe, you're my road. Uh, hi, Robs. Yeah, uh, this is Raphael um, from Queenstown. Yo, Robs. Like, I will definitely say remember that name. Like, I thought he did very well. Um, the try, the Chapley, was, I mean, it was something to talk about as well. Um, and as, but in the team, these guys, Sharks are going to be, uh, look, look, I know it's just game number, it's game week uh, one, and, you know, because I say early, the formations, looking for different, uh, you know, uh, but John, like, trust me, the Sharks are looking good. I have this feeling with the, this year could be the year. Ah, please try to keep those WhatsApp voice notes nice and clean because uh, hearing Manana there 20 minutes later doesn't sound like the Manana that I'm hearing now. So please try and keep those clean when you're sending through your voice notes. It just makes the quality of the broadcast better, but it also makes the clarity of your voice and the clarity of the content of what you're saying that much more appreciative. So, yeah, we want to engage with you. Uh, but, yeah, clean up the mess. Uh, we, are, we are talking live right now, 0605842250. Uh, that's the WhatsApp voice note that we are obviously coming through with. I, I didn't, we didn't really, I don't know if we, we spoke much, and we didn't really. Makazola uh, Mapimpi of the Sharks, and, and yeah. we saw again two weeks ago at FNB Stadium just what it is that he brought into his game. Um I mean, he's been in fine form, and I, I, I shudder, and I hope that 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 has befallen 
doesn't befall him. He's just become such a a critical player, but such a classy player as well. I think, Rob, is, um, one thing that we must not forget about Tumaka Zole Mapimpi is he's not new, um, one, to Super Rugby, uh, as he represented them uh, with the Southern Kings when they, it was still Super 18, and he performed admirably well, uh, even becoming Player of the Year. Uh, so he's got enough experience in this competition where he, uh, you know, uh, he, he was feared by many opponents at the time. Uh, furthermore, he went on to Pro 14, uh, where he was also uh, one of the top try scorers uh, whilst he was still at the Cheetahs before making the move uh, to the Sharks. So I think in him they have a match winner, uh, they have someone they can set free, uh, who can score the tries, but also his game has improved tremendously. If you remember when it came to high ball, uh, he was looked as as a, as a player that... Uh, uh, was not really comfortable under the high ball. So there's always those aspects where they're looking for your weakness as a player. And he's improved in that game. Uh, he's got pure pace, uh, as we've seen. Uh, Cornel Skosan will attest to that. If uh, he's listening, he can phone and just tick that box in terms of the pace of Makazole Mapimpi that he has. So I think the back three of, of, of the Sharks, we, we can easily say it's the most dangerous back three that we have currently in South African uh, rugby at this stage. If, if you look at Farsi, Ngosi and, and Mapimpi, let alone... Uh, Mvomvo is on the bench. You know, he's not no slouch either with yeah. pace and experience, and he's also a springbok uh, at the same time. But uh, he understands where he is. That he's got to wait for his opportunity when one of the guys uh, that I've just mentioned uh, are not in the in, in the starting fifteen. So that just shows you how strong they are. I mean, uh, they were bullied uh, at set pieces. In fact, they were woeful for me at lineouts and all those things. But they know uh, if they can get the ball out wide uh, and get someone like a talisman in 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 look M to create, uh, you know, space where there's no space. Uh, he, then he'll set them up free, and and they can kill any side. That that I'm definitely sure. And and these are warriors. They're not afraid to take uh, men on. They're not afraid to to do the the physical aspect of the game, but also their clinical finishers. All right. Uh, I mean, you, you you were talking about. I don't know if it's going to be emotional. Uh, but they say that the Springboks are going to be bidding a farewell and emotional one to Newlands in Cape Town in July. They're yeah. going to play the Old Blacks there uh, at a brand new venue uh, in September. Uh, you know, they've confirmed a couple of dates as well. But I had a look at the list of dates, though. What do mm. you make of them initially? I don't want to say much. I don't want to lead you just a bit. Oh, yeah, you're leading my nana. Nah. Mm. You've seen the dates. What do yes. they tell you? What story lies behind all of that? Rob, it's, it's once again good, clever thinking from uh, the director of rugby. Um, what is done is taken Argentina um, to Emirates Airline Park, is taken uh, Australia to Loftus, and then uh, boom, um, the, the, the big one is finally out. It was always just suspicion that the New Zealanders uh, will now go to Mbombela Stadium, far away uh, <laughs> f- from the masses and the joy uh, of, of, of you know, enjoying the spectators. I mean, you, you can't take a New Zealand team to Cape Town because there they're very comfortable. They've got enough supporters. If you look at the PE, you look at all over 
But I think when it comes to nail spray, um, you know, they'll, they'll be sort of moving there with a the handbrake up. Uh, so that's that's good, clever thinking. Um, the problem is the Springbok supporters have got to make sure they fill in the Bombella Stadium for that test match. And it's going to be a different ball game. And if you look at also, they start with Scotland. Uh, they played three, I mean, six home games at home, three in the incoming uh, tour. Uh, that will be against Scotland, will be at Newlands, which will be the farewell uh, test match at Newlands. Uh, and then they m- move and play Scotland again in the second test in Kings Park. And then they come to PE uh, for a tire two encounter with Georgia. Um, <laughs> I don't know why we get Georgia. Uh, I'm not happy with that. But uh, Georgia on your mind, sir. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's fine but i'd rather have georgia than italy at this stage in terms of you know the grant i will get up front with the georgians but definitely the backline players of georgia uh, will not match the springboks and at any given time but i think up front the springboks will be feeling the the big uh, forwards of of the georgian side so those are the six test match uh, that have been scheduled for for this year and all the nice and juicy ones are up up north yeah, I was going to say, and I think people up in the Bombella area, you know, you can always give us your reaction uh, to that. You know, you know what? Sometimes, and, and the venues are there, you know, these are the so-called made-for-football World Cup venues that have become suddenly uh, white elephants. And that is why rugby moving away from Newlands is now going to go kick out, you know, football at the Cape Town City Stadium. And now soccer is going to have to go ask rugby for permission to play football at a stadium that was designed for football. But now it's going to be a rugby stadium. So it's back to square one. But for Bombella Stadium, this is huge, though. 26th of September, South Africa up against the All Blacks. This will be sold out because in that area, again, Manana, Mm. You hardly get this caliber of rugby. People are always having to drive into the inner city, fly down to the big city to try and catch a game between the All Blacks and South Africa. Now it's going to be right there in the backyard. I mean, it's a 40,000 seater, Rob. Um, Obviously, uh, a lot at play uh, for for that region uh, in terms of, obviously, tourism. So one looks at uh, you know some of the decisions which will always be guided by the investment of bringing such a game uh, to Saru. Remember Saru now, they they take care of all the test matches. Uh, it's it's gazetted. Uh, they run with it uh, with obviously the municipality and also the associate uh, members or sponsors uh, to be quite exact. So the the forty thousand Rob. Uh, is um, one would say could have been taken maybe to FNB uh, would have really come close to filling that up Um, but the the notion of taking that to Mbombela uh, I don't know Uh, I don't know the reasoning uh, of that uh, but certainly would you be against it though I mean is that something you would be against if if you had to look uh, at it objectively objectively it's an opportunity for the people up north to to watch the, the the All Blacks but I think for me, it's like Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates. Would you play it at FNB or would you play it at Mbombela? You know, uh, I would it's look a, into that yeah. into that scenario where I think the FNB is also intimidating, Rob, but also in terms of maybe the support uh, within that area. I think the game is taken just to cut the amount of supporters of, of, of the All Blacks uh, in this game, um, which is something that has never been thought of. I don't think even the, the Pumas Rugby Union ever thought they would host that test match. 
Uh, and I think it's not only a numbers game. It's taking the game through there, but they've, they've got the best of the best in 2020. And, and one just hopes that they can fill up the 40,000 40, uh, stadia uh, and just make it very hostile uh, for the All Blacks. Uh, remember our last encounter with them was at the World, World Cup. Uh, so they'll come here, also coming to New Fortress. Yeah, uh, That's another thing. I think they've done that with us where we got the biggest... A club in New Zealand where they took us away from the comfort zone of playing in Christchurch, of playing in, in Wellington, of playing uh, you know, in, in Auckland. So I think we, we're similarly doing the same. So that's going to be an interesting game. A lot of mind games and also you know, having to travel far in terms of accommodation. I mean, there's not really much bigger establishment when it comes to you know, the, 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 the hotels. But I think the they would want to come maybe a day before. I think I know the thinking already of the New Zealand team. Stay maybe up in Johannesburg and then fly a day before uh, to go to Mbombela because they would have done a recce to see the surroundings and if it really suits them to be there the whole week leading up to the test team or maybe just staying far away and just travel a day before. They'll calculate all of those. Uh, uh, team management will certainly do that. I think mm. Ian Foster have got the right people. Uh, that can advise accordingly on how to prepare for that game. But South Africa would definitely want to be there, acclimatize, and make sure that they do the best on the day. Sibu Tabete on Twitter says, I'll be there if God permits. Let's find out what people are saying on the voice notes. Hi, Rob. This is Komo Zenchiawelo. I want to echo the sentiments uh, expressed in one of the voice notes that the winds of change blowing in South African rugby can be attributed to the room dividers. And just the mere fact that you are able to have a conversation with a senior player from a senior rugby team shows that the winds of change are indeed blowing. They are opening the doors for us to actually hear from them and learn since most of some of us are not mainstream rugby followers. So you've done a great job. Thanks, Bob. Uh, I hope I think all the South African rugby teams need to start proving that we are three time world champions. We are the first team in three continents to win the World Cup three times. So the Sharks and every team of South Africa and the Lions need to start proving that point. Yeah, love those reactions that are coming through. Um, yeah. Lukola, thank you so much. Says, yeah, it makes sense. Isolating all black supporters. And of course, that is that is part and parcel of what this is all about. Manana, uh, yeah. please don't drop us next week, Baba. Uh, we look forward no, to No, no, I must apologize, Rob. You know, most when, when called upon by the the chairman of of the board, uh, and I need to account. I'm on yeah. operations. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm on operations. So to, I'll try not not for it to happen. I'm always available uh, on Tuesday. I, I always we love your input, sir. We love your input. Yeah. We know that you've got a bigger role to play, and we're very proud yeah. of you. Uh, yeah. But just, Jay, we, we're just a small Anyana radio station, Baba, and the small Anyana show. Uh, yeah. With the Smolenyana listenership, but just make mm. time for us. No, 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 I'll be there. I'll be there all the time. It's just unfortunate. That's why I do apologize uh, to <laughs> no you. And, and yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Manana. Okay, Robbie. All right, we'll catch you on the rugby fields, Baba. Sure, pa. Highly appreciated. Tanda Manana there joining us uh, uh, from our PE studios.